welcome back to the Health Rebels podcast. Today's episode, we're going to reveal why fitness might not be the solution to the modern day health crisis. And remember, here at Health Rebels, we help you redefine healthy living. To do that, we follow the Rebel Oath. This is a framework that helps guide us into healthy decisions and shields us from unhealthy common advice. As a rebel, we swear to reject extremes, energize ourselves through healthy habits, break free from common standards, excite ourselves about our potential, and finally, love ourselves and act accordingly. Anyway, let's dive into today's episode and reveal why fitness might not be the answer. There is in the 21st century an undeniable decline in our health, right? We are in a modern day health crisis and this goes beyond the, the current pandemic, the current coronavirus issue, but just in health, all of our health trends, all of our health markers have been deteriorating over the last 30 years at a very rapid rate. Right? We all have heard of the obesity epidemic. We know that in the 2020 census, in the 2020 U.S. census, there were 42.3% of Americans were categorically obese. And another 35 are categorically overweight. So over 80% of Americans have problems with their weight. And then we know in the 2010 census, it wasn't 42.3%, it was 37% of Americans were obese. In the 2000 census, it was 32% of Americans. So in the last 20 years, 10% of Americans have become obese, right? So our obesity continues to rise. We also know that heart, heart disease continues to rise. The onset of diabetes happens to younger and younger people. Adult onset diabetes is now a youth problem. The youth rates of type two diabetes has never been high. It used to be an anomaly and now it's an occurrence and now it's a commonality. You know, we also have on the mental side, depression rates have never been higher. Americans have been sleeping less and less over time. There's a, there's a meteoric shift and a decline in our health across all health measures. And we have this tendency to try to use fitness as a solution. And the reality is, if we look at the trends, if we look at the statistics, we're going to find that, unfortunately, as a fitness enthusiast, I have to say it. Fitness is not going to give us the answers. Now, absolutely, let's be completely clear. Fitness is going to, to improve the quality of your life dramatically, right? If you are going from sedentary to healthy habits, the quality of your life is going to be astronomically different. It's going to be night and day. It's going to be a complete difference in your entire life. So fitness is absolutely something we should pursue, but we keep pulling this fitness lever as if it's got this seed, the secret answer, the secret solution 
to our modern day health crisis. And I don't think it does. You know, we can see in the trends that it's, we have been pulling this lever for the last 30 years and we haven't been making progress. In fact, we've been losing ground against the health crisis. So the reality is, I don't think the answer is going to come in the fitness industry. I think the answer to a lot of the health crisis is going to come more from sociology, right? Looking at the trends and the shifts in the way that people live, looking at the shifts in our environment that have put us into this default of being unhealthy. And if we want to go deeper, we can also talk about the default that's made us unhappy as well and all the sociological effects and, and modern inventions and progress that has been detrimental to our well-being. And I think when we look around at sociology, we can find a lot more things. Obviously, if you compare 30 years ago to today, we didn't have as much of a culture of convenience as we do now, right? If you wanted McDonald's, you had to go to McDonald's. Now, if you want McDonald's, you can just call it up on Uber Eats and they will bring it to you. Right now, of course, we had pizza delivery and some Chinese foods had takeout delivery. But all in all, if you wanted to have that that food that we label as not so great for us, the food that is overindulgent, has too high a fat, too much sodium uh, and, and far too many resources for your body to process in one go. It's never been easier to get that or. What about, what about just our recreational habits, right? When I was growing up, it was pretty common to hear people talk about company softball leagues. One of my coaches growing up, uh, JC Hodgson was on his company softball league, right? And we always, he would share stories about softballs. I think it was like Thursday nights or something. When's the last time you heard someone talk about their company softball league? What about like a recreational bowling league, right? Our recreations have become a lot more sedentary, right? The way that we have fun is less involved with other people, less active, and it's a lot more scrolling through Facebook or clicking through Netflix, trying to figure out the next thing to watch. We all make memes about the Netflix alert after three hours of, of watching TV shows. It'll pop up. Are you still watching this? And of course we go, Netflix, don't judge me. Of course I'm still watching this, right? Our hobbies involve us on our butt. And that that's not great for our health either, right? And then we can also look at a various other trends. There's a multitude of things that we can talk about. In fact, I am putting together a special report about the horsemen of the health, health crisis, right? Uh, which is a brief history of some of the big shifts in the 20th century that have created the health crisis of the 21st century. That's not quite ready. I will put that together and let you know when that does happen. There's, I've also seen some really interesting uh, research into artificial lighting and that's effect on our obesity. There's a global trend of lab research animals. Lab research animals weight have increased by 30%. And this doesn't make sense. Because in labs, they are very meticulous about monitoring animals, uh, research animals' activity and research animals' nutritions. So the, the traditional calorie in, calorie out model 
it's not it's not fitting in that population. It's not fitting for research animals. They should not have a 30% increase in body weight. And yet they do. And so there's something in our environment that is also triggering our decline in health, right? And so when we look wider, when we look at sociology, when we look at environmental sciences, I think that's where we're going to find some of the shifts. If we continue to pull the levers about trying to tell people to, to control what they eat and how they move, that's something we've been doing for a couple thousand years. And only in the last 30 years have we had major problems. There are some trends, some shifts in the last 30 years that are going to reveal a lot more going to reveal a lot more about how we got where we are. And so look, if you've been pulling that fitness lever and not getting the results you want, I want you to know it's not your fault. You're not doing something wrong. You're doing what we've always told you to do, but I want you to be aware that there may be other factors that are contributing. And I'm excited to be bringing that to you in this, in this podcast. Next week, we're gonna be pulling back the current on a couple different factors outside of the traditional calorie model that might be contributing to obesity, that might be contributing to the decline in American health, that might be contributing to the decline in our emotional health, right? And I'll be revealing some of those factors that have been starting in the 20th century that have, come together into this major confluence and convergence of dishealth, of unhealth. So look, if you're, if you're pulling the fitness lever, I want you to continue doing that, right? Because that is going to have a massive increase in your quality of life. Having more strength, having more stamina, using your body, getting all those positive signals in your biochemistry, they are crucial to our health. But if you're looking for more results, there's something else that we need to look at. There's another curtain we need to pull back and see all of the societal and environmental factors that have been contributing to our unhealth. And as we do that, I'm going to encourage you to remember the rebel oath, the center of the rebel oath, the philosophical and geometric center of that rebel oath says to break free from common standards. Next week, we are going to be revealing what a lot of those common standards are that have been pushing us to this, this health crisis that we are in right now, revealing that so that you can fight back and break free from those common standards. So until I see you again next week on the Health Rebels podcast, you know what to do, Rebel. Keep the oath. I hope that episode helped give you some steps you can take to break free from common standards so that you can live a happier, healthier life. I'd love to continue to support you on that path to redefining healthy living. So I wanna invite you to join my free Facebook group, the Health Rebels Community. There, we post daily content to redefine what healthy living means by following the holistic wheel and the rebel oath. You'll also get community support with like-minded health rebels. If you're not already a member, search for the Health Rebels community on Facebook or go to facebook.com groups slash health rebels. I look forward to seeing you in there, rebel.